Angel fans, the Halos have four top 100 picks in this year's MLB draft, and it could really, really give a major boost to their farm system and provide the Halos with some highly regarded prospects because, you know, they're all in the major leagues right now. So what type of players are available at each of those selections? Let's look at some of the names that were drafted over the last 10 years at each of those spots and see what kind of players the Angels could potentially grab. It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And if you want to give back to the Super Halo Bros for all the Super Halo content, here's some things that you can do. Leave us a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. And if you're not subscribed already, please subscribe and become a Locked On Everydayer. And whether you're watching or listening, come over to YouTube, leave a comment. It's one of the best ways to get in touch with us and be a part of the conversation and today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel you can make every moment more and right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet that's 150 bucks if your team wins visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started thanks for being here for this episode of Locked On Angels where it's your team every day you've got the Frisch Brothers here with you aka the Super Halo Bros my name is John and that's my brother Mike and my name is Mike and that's my brother John and Johnny yeah I got a story for you can we have story Story. time with Mike for a moment story time with Mike Frisch baby (laughs) yesterday I went to In-N-Out with the team that I work with in my real life job and my (laughs) wife was with us and we're eating we're eating a burger and somebody is making like eye contact with me from across the restaurant and so my first assumption is it's somebody that knows me from the church that I lead and so they start walking over and they're like oh hey I don't mean to interrupt but I just want you to know that I, I watch all the time so I'm thinking they watch our church service online. So I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then he says, you and your brother and Locked On Angels are the best thing yes, to wake up to go. every single day. So it was great to meet this Locked On every day yesterday. And it was so cool to have a conversation about Angels baseball. He's been a fan since Wally World, John. He was That's a Wally right. Joyner fan. So he's been around a whole long time and has suffered with us. So it was great to meet you yesterday, Chris. So honored to have you a part of our everydayers community. That's what a hamburger is all about right there. Meeting people that you uh, <laughs> that you get to see on TV all the time. Hey, uh, yeah. this is our third season at Lockdown Angels. We're heading into 2024, our third season. A couple show notes. First of all, we're back to a Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule for new episodes of Lockdown Angels with some short form content in between those episodes. And second, don't forget that we've been nominated for the 2024 baseball or best sports podcast awards for best baseball podcast uh now nobody's gonna vote because i messed that up uh, best <laughs> baseball, baseball podcast <laughs> and uh, of course you can find that link in the episode description whether you're watching or listening we'd love to have your vote help out the super halo bros and be a super halo bro or sis along with us we'd love your help with that hey on today's show the angels have four top 100 picks eight 45 76 and 83 mike that 76 pick is uh, certainly an interesting one because that's the one they got yeah. for uh, Otani leaving. Yeah. Uh, who's been selected in years past at those picks and who could the Angels end up with this year? So what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at who's been chosen at that number in the past, see if it's anybody worthwhile, and take a look at you know where the top rankings are for the top 100 prospects uh, out there right now and see who the experts say the Angels will pick. Mike, 
with the eighth pick. Why don't you start us out with pick number eight? All right, so here's uh, some names that have been selected with the eighth pick over the last 10 years. So let me take you back to 2014. And with the eighth pick... It was 10 years ago? Good I know. grief. Crazy, huh? With the eighth pick was pitcher Kyle Freeland. And he is a hmm. left-handed starting pitcher, was drafted by the Rockies, made his MLB debut just three years later, and has been... Mediocre at best, uh, mm -hmm. 55 and 65 in his career, although his second season he won 17 games with the Rockies. So wow. uh, he started off real hot and then has kind of fizzled out. A 439 ERA, all in Colorado. Uh, just one one note, Johnny. Yeah. Pick number seven in 2014 that year, Aaron Nola. Oh, interesting. That's a, that's a good one. Kyle Freeland's one of those guys that like I stream in my fantasy league where I pick him up just to eat some innings. Yeah. and then drop him the next day. That's that's yeah. who Kyle Freeland has been for me the last couple of years. But it's not easy to pitch in Colorado either. No, Mike. so no, uh, interesting pick there. But yeah, Aaron Nola, number seven. I mean, at that point, it's it's kind of a crapshoot. You could have right. picked Kyle Freeland, or you could have picked uh, Aaron Nola. Uh, 2015 was Carson Fulmer, Mike. He's a relief pitcher drafted by the White Sox. He's bounced around to four other teams, including the Angels last mm -hmm. season. Yep. Uh, pick number seven in 2015, right before Carson Fulmer, was Andrew Benatendi. Mm. And pick number nine was Ian Happ. So a couple of good names around Carson Fulmer there. Let me get closer to uh, maybe players that we are more aware of right now. Let's go to 2019. Josh Young was oh, drafted. come on. And he's a third baseman, obviously drafted by the Rangers. First full year was last season. 23 right. home runs, 70 RBIs, Johnny, 781 OPS. He was eight that year. Uh, number nine, Shane Langoliers. Shane. And Shay Langoliers. Yeah. And number seven, Nick Lodello. Yeah. So both of those guys, pretty significant guys. Have started off really, really great. Shea specifically was an angel killer last season when he, when, yeah. he, when the A's played the Angels, right? Good, good catcher as well. But man, can you imagine a Josh Young type for the yeah. Angels with that eighth pick? Man, I mean, look, they gave him some years to develop, getting drafted in 2019 and then yep. coming up in 2023, and he really was a big part of why the Angels, uh, the Angels, I wish the Rangers <laughs> won the World Series this past year. Hey, let me tell you about pick number nine. In 2021, that pick belonged to the Angels, mm -hmm. and they took Sam Bachman. Yep. So that'll give you a little indication of maybe the kind of guy that they could get one pick earlier yeah. with pick number eight. So what what do each of these picks, Mike, these previous drafts, say about the potential of this year's draft for the Halos? Well, let's take a look at some of the names that are rumored to be available at number eight, or I guess I shouldn't say rumored, but more the experts believe that these guys yeah. could be taken eighth in the draft. So why don't you yeah. start us out with the first one? Bleacher Report says the Halos should take shortstop Seaver King. He's in Wake Forest to come out of Wake Forest. I like a Wake King Forest guy. Had a, yeah, he had a great slash line last year. 411 batting average, 457 on base, 699 slugging. Jeez. Uh, with 11 home runs and 13 steals at a D2 Wingate University last season. Then he proved himself against high-level competition, hitting 424 over 71 plate appearances in in the Cape Cod League. Mm -hmm. uh, Johnny, he's got a 60 hit tool with a 65 speed offensive profile. Wow. So both of those things are really good indicators as to what type of player he is. And the defensive tools, according to Bleacher Report, uh, the defensive tools at shortstop 
are really strong. He's checking all of the boxes to be a first-round pick if his his production translates against major conference competition. So Seaver King is somebody that Bleacher Report says the Angels should take with with this pick at number eight. Now, MLB.com has their pick at Connor Griffin for pick number eight. He's got a 50-hit tool, a 60-power tool, a 65-run tool, 65-arm, 60-field, and overall, he's 55. Now, the the blip there on MLB.com says Griffin has a big league frame at six foot four and 205 pounds. He possesses five tool potential. I like mm-hmm. that. His size does add some length to his right handed stroke, and he has some timing issues. He's ironing out at the plate, but he he controls the strike zone well and makes regular contact. Griffin has well above average speed, giving him 30-30 upside. That's a good one. His quickness and instincts make him a possible gold glover in center field where he covers plenty of ground with long strides. There you go. Hmm. Any, any of these guys feel like an Angels pick, Mike? I do have two thoughts of some other names that we've talked about previously, but what do you think about the the choices from Bleacher Report and MLB.com? I'm always... I'm always- intrigued by a a good shortstop because they could potentially play third short or second base. They can Mm -hmm. play kind of anywhere in the infield. When you have an outfielder, it can be kind of limited. Although I gosh, with, with the gold glove potential of Connor Griffin with people already recognizing that it, it, it sounds enticing, but I'll I think take a 30, 30 Angels, center fielder. <laughs> yes. Right. If I'm the angels right now, though, I think I would probably take a Seaver King over a Connor Griffin. Where would you land? Well, I, I really do like the profile of Connor Griffin. A couple names that I've mentioned here before, uh, Tommy white, they call him Tommy tanks. Mm-hmm. Looks like, uh, he was sitting around seventh in the, yeah. in the MLB.com top 100. Now, he does play third base, but all indications are he might be more of a first base guy. Yeah. Uh, but he does have a really strong bat, did play a lot of DH in college. So, again, he kind of filled in, and he did have a shoulder injury, too. He kind of filled in to make third base happen over there. Um, one, I am surprised to see further down the list than it was, gosh, just maybe two or three months ago when we looked at this, is Chase Burns. Mm-hmm. Um, He's I, dropped. He, I've seen him at 16, according to MLB.com. Yeah. Um, but he is a Wake Forest guy, and they produce some of the best pitchers. They have a pitching lab, so that will be interesting to see what they get out of him this upcoming college season before the draft begins. And I'll, I'd say the same thing about uh, uh, Seaver King, too, coming out of Wake Forest, coming from Wingate University. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how he competes with Wake Forest in 2024 so if you haven't gotten into college baseball this is a really good time to do it especially when you hear the names that could be tied to the angels during the draft Mm -hmm. go go follow those guys and see you know how they perform and what they do and where they end up so these are four guys i'm going to be watching for sure and i think it's an exciting season uh, of college baseball coming up plus with those potential four that we that we mentioned be interesting to see who the angels end up with with yeah. pick with pick number eight so we want to thank you for making lockdown angels your first listen every single day we're just getting started here on lockdown angels coming up they got three more picks after number eight so are there any potential stars to be found there well let's take a look at who was selected at 45 76 and 83 over the last few years and see if the angels can come away with a good draft pick at those numbers as well we'll get into all of that coming right up 
Locked on Angels is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. The NFL regular season is all wrapped up, and now it's playoff season, but there's still some good time to get in on all the good action. Right, Johnny? Yes, and I just want to say, you know, the thing about the Rams is... Okay, now now I got your attention. Continue, Mike. Continue. Yes, yeah. Our uh, our friend, Locked On Everyday, or Justin Saunders, had a really great comment on YouTube, and we mentioned a couple of days ago about the Niners and Rams, and, and Saunders said, this is Rams country, and I loved it. And then somebody else said, feels like Locked On Niners, just for like 15 seconds for a commercial, bro. But here's what's great about FanDuel. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets guaranteed when you play a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. And this app, FanDuel's app, is so easy to use and there's so many different ways to bet. You can have same-game parlays. There's a uh, Explore tab where you can find bets in that new Explore tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. It's one of the best ways to find popular parlays. And of course, there's so much more on the app. So go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That way you, they know that you came from locked on angels and you can make your first bet there. Bet $5 and you can get 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. Fanduel is the official betting partner of the NFL. It's the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day. Hey, everydayers, Locked On has launched the very first. 24-7 national sports streaming channel. You can find it on YouTube. It's called Locked On Sports Today. Head on over there and hit that subscribe button because they're there for you 24-7 with all the top stories of the day across the sports world. And you'll hear from local experts like Mike and I. You might hear from the national shows as well. So if you're just craving constant sports content, Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7. So again, head on over there on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and be part of the very first national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, John, let's talk about the 45th and 76th pick that the Angels have. Uh, Let's start with pick number 76. So in 2014, Johnny, the Marlins had that pick, and they drafted a player named Brian Anderson. Not the Anderson is a two. (laughs) He's a 252 uh, career batting average with a 740 OPS. He's been a utility guy for them. Um, Not super significant, but has filled in nicely for them. Then in 2015, Taylor Clark was drafted. He's currently with the Royals. He's a career bullpen guy. He's a 1.4 career whip with a 5.03 ERA. And then a name that I think a lot of people would probably know in 2016, Jake Fraley Mm. was drafted. Mm -hmm. And he's an outfielder for the Cincinnati Reds. Had a really strong season last year. 15 home runs, 65 RBIs, and a 783 OPS. Now, the 45th pick actually made it a little bit harder, Mike, to find success stories there. Uh, None of the names that, you know, we came across didn't really do anything of of note. But there was uh, one name that I think everybody is familiar with. In 2021, the Angels selected Kai Bush at Mm -hmm. the 45th pick. Now, I know that he's traded to the White Sox. We know that Kai's mom was a listener of Locked on Angels. Yeah, we're bitter about that. <laughs> maybe maybe she still listens. Maybe we, she's we, still we believe that she's still here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just can't say no to the Super Halo bros. But here's the thing. Uh, if the Angels did well enough to pick Kai Bush, who I know he shot up to the top of the minor league system in terms of rankings, um, but I think that's with good reason. I know that yeah. the, that comparably, you know, if Kai Bush is a, is a top guy in the Angel system, that might mean something else 
in another system. But just take all that away for a second and just remember how excited we were to have Kai Bush in our system and also right. get him up to the majors at some point. I imagine, and I think you and I had conversations about this before he was traded, that we would have seen him sometime in 2024. I think whether so. Whether it was a bullpen roll or even a spot start or something like that. Felt like it was time to see what Kai Bush could do for the Angels. And so well, yeah, and he's if, gonna be he's on the White Sox. So he's I'm sure we might even see him with the Sox on the major league roster this season because the White Sox are kind of in that rebuilding, not sure who's on the team type of no, thing. No man, they, the they got they got Chris Flexen on their rotation now, So there <laughs> there's no room. Yeah. <laughs> All done. Hey yeah. uh MLB.com says the Halos should take right handed pitcher Ben Hess hmm. at 45. Let me read the scouting report from MLB.com says he attacks with three pitches has advanced command of a four seam fastball. that sits 94 to 96 wow. can reach 99 with wow. run and carry up in the strike zone. So, you know, those fastballs, Mike, that look like they move up yeah. on the hitter, like from, yeah. from the pitcher's perspective, that's the kind of fastball that he's got. So the one that makes you duck, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Because it, it looks like it's coming towards you, but it's yeah. actually just deception in the movement. Listen to this, his mid 80s slider with a two plane depth gives him a second plus offering mm. and he can turn it into a shorter, harder cutter. He has a solid mid 80s changeup with fade. He can employ an average upper 70s curveball to give batters a different look. Listen to this, built along the line of Lance Lynn at mm. six foot five, 250 pounds. Big boy. Hess provides plenty of strikes and posted a 49 to 8 strikeout to walk ratio in 36 and one third innings as a sophomore wow. his strong frame and clean delivery should lend themselves to durability but he repeatedly has health issues that mm. include a stress fracture in his back in high school he has the upside the upside of a number two starter i wow. love that i love wow that. Give yeah. me Ben Hess at 45. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me talk about uh, number 76 for a moment. Uh, MLB.com says that the Halos should take left-handed pitcher Boston Bateman at number 76. So they're they're suggesting two pitchers after suggesting a shortstop or maybe an outfielder wow. at number eight. So uh, here's a scouting report on Bateman. He's six foot seven, John. Oh. Six foot seven, big old tall left-hander. Uh, his makeup could be separators as the spring unfolds, though his current two pitch mix is nothing to sneeze at. Again, this is uh, the, the scouting report from Emily. Yeah, Emily. I love um, this. Nothing to sneeze. It was written by my dad. Uh, he's shown that he can touch 97 with his fastball and was sitting around 92 over the course of the summer during a showcase tour. Uh, he has a pretty true one to seven type of curve with big spin and depth at the plate, and it's already a plus pitch. The development of a third pitch for him is key in an area of growth for Bateman. If he can find a changeup that works, that could really put him among the list of the best arms in high school right now in the high school class, especially if he carries over the improved strike throwing that he put on display this last summer. So again, that's Boston Bateman, a six foot seven left-handed High school pitcher, Johnny. Wow. <laughs> now, if he's related to Jason Bateman and can bring some sarcasm and humor <laughs> yes. to the Angels, I, I, that's another tick. On Desperately needed in Anaheim, right? Yeah. <laughs> also, just realizing uh, if you're watching on the video side, I put 48th pick on our uh, little rundown here. My bad. Uh, I should have worn my <laughs> other glasses because that looked like a five to me. So, yes, 45th pick, 76th pick. Mike, 
when it comes to these pitchers like a Boston Bateman coming out of high school, you know, I, I realize that Perry has drafted for need at the major league level. Yeah. But in a lot of ways, and I brought this up before, the Angels' lack of development and, and the systems they have in place, I feel like Perry recognized that mm-hmm. and has been relying on the college system yeah. to develop the players for the Angels. Does that make yeah. sense? So yep. I, I'm 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 curious. I I would love to see the Angels take a high school guy, especially a pitcher like this. But do you trust what they have there in the minor leagues right now? We're gonna find out based upon how he drafts, and that's mm. going to be a great indicator on what he thinks about this minor league system. And I know that they brought in some great major league coaches and they made some pivots in the minor leagues. They did let some guys go that were really well-known guys that we really appreciated, right? They were pivotal to Chase Silseth and even Davis Daniel yeah. spoke about them on our uh, our interview with him too. Yep. So guys that influenced guys that are on the cusp are not in the minor league system anymore, like Buddy Carlisle and Dylan Axelrod, th- that sort of thing. So I'm curious to see, you know, what the minor league system in pitching is going to look like this offseason. Yeah, Barry Enright, Barry Enright did say that one of the things he wants to implement, and it was so basic, but it was so uh, appropriate, is a Slack channel for every mm-hmm. pitcher so that you know what they're throwing wherever they're throwing. And so I appreciate that Barry understands that the major league roster needs some help, but this entire organization needs some help. And so, again, I think we're going to get some sense of what Perry believes and how much he believes in his development based upon who he does draft at each of these, these specific picks right here, the, the, the 45th and the 76th pick mm-hmm. won't we'll get to see how much he believes, whether it's a high school or a college guy. Look, I, I think they really need to go in on a high school guy. I know they did last year. It was just one guy. Yeah. But when you have an opportunity to develop a good arm, uh, especially like like Boston Bateman here. I mean, look, if he's if he's down there at 76, that could be a big win for the Angels. Locked on Angels is brought to you by our friends at Jace Medical. You come here for sports and we can talk about sports. It's kind of an escape from the crazy realities of life. But let's just talk for a minute about some of those crazy realities and how you can prepare for it. According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin, and it's happening right in the middle of the cold and flu season. Everybody seems to be getting sick. And here's the good news, though. This doesn't have to be a worry for you. When you get yourself a Jace case, a Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics that treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, includes UTIs, respiratory and sinus infections, skin infections, and more. Visit jacemedical.com and you can complete your physician's encounter. It's going to be reviewed by a board-certified physician. And then your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost, which is so good right now in this economy. It's never been more easy and more important to be prepared than today. So go to jacemedical.com. Use our offer code Locked On to get $20 off your order. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Mike, are there any familiar names with the 83rd pick uh, in past MLB drafts? Well, let's take a look at a couple here. There's Jack Brannigan in Mm -hmm. 2022. He is of the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's an infielder. Uh, Connor Siebold was taken by the Rockies in 2017. He's a starter and a reliever. Uh, He's had some minor 
success. But the most well-known of 83rd picks, Mike, is a little catcher named, oh, Sean Murphy, yeah. <laughs> who was drafted by the A's and traded to the Braves. Uh, but man, being drafted in 2016, he came up and gosh, there's just, <laughs> I know, I know the A's are our rival, but man, think about all the guys that are on other teams. I know Murphy yeah. and Olsen yeah. are with the Braves and Chapman was with the Blue Jays. He's a free agent. Just like that team was so good. Right. And they hadn't even hit their stride yet. Like Sean no. Murphy has like had some all-star years where he wasn't selected as an all-star, right. but then became one with the Braves last season as a catcher. And so I just, I, I feel for A's fans because they had probably one of the best teams in baseball. Yeah. If you look around and say, all right, well, Chris Brassett's over here and, and uh, Olsen's over there. This <laughs> is just like, that's right. gotta be so frustrating, man. Right. I'm glad that we haven't had to play them. I think somebody, it was during the season, uh, they tweeted out a starting lineup that could have been the potential starting lineup for yes. the A's. And it was like, wow, Chapman and Olsen and Murphy. And, and it was it was sickening <laughs> to see that they had this really, really for, good team. For as frustrated as we are as Angel fans and the slow offseason and all of that, um, at least we have guys that we're excited about watching. Yeah, I know A's fans probably have guys that are excited about too, but like, Man, I just I can't imagine if like we were watching. Oh, there's Zach Neto over there, and yeah, and Oh Hoppy over there on that team. Like that would just be the the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. So uh, let me talk to you a, a bit about what MLB.com thinks that the Angels should do with this final pick, the 83rd pick. They think that the Angels should sign or try to draft Dante Nori. Mm. Here's the scouting report: Teams that weigh age heavily won't be interested in this guy because he's turning. 20 hmm. three months after the draft he's so and old i know and that's, and, <laughs> and that's what they, they put down they say he's easily the oldest high school player in the mlb pipelines rankings and so this guy's just way too ancient he's going to be 20 after the draft you don't want him right uh but here's here's the thing about nori being almost 20 he's had a mature approach at the plate according to mlb.com controlling the strike zone and looking to make consistent contact to all fields has a quick direct left-handed swing and will shorten his strokes with two strikes. Angels, pay attention. Right. While he's strong and shows average power during batting practice, he focuses on producing line drives rather than launching balls during games. Nori, uh, he's he's posted a top-of-the-scale 60-yard dash time, so he's really quick, hmm. and a well-above-average runner who's aggressive on the bases. A Mississippi State commit, uh, he's, chases, he's chasing balls down from gap to gap as a center fielder. They call him a no-doubt center fielder. When it's out there, he gets it. Has a really solid arm. Strength is another asset for him. He's physically maxed out and offers no projection, so that means that they think that he's kind of already done growing, which is mm. an interesting scouting report, I think, on this yeah. guy. But he does, they say, has, has plenty of talent, and scouts love his makeup as well. So, Johnny, Dante Nori, he sound intriguing to you? If we're going all the way down to 83rd, and there's somebody like that down there that we can pick up, um, one thing, and, and this, kind of, uh, this kind of applies to everybody here, Mike, not just Dante Nori, but one thing that jumps out to me is, like they say, a mature approach at the plate, controlling the strike zone, making contact to all fields. That's a that's a baseball player. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. And I know that we've gone athlete heavy in the past, especially the Billy Epler years yep. with Joe Adele and, Adele, and Jordan, Jordan Adams. Adams. Yep. Like those guys, 
put them put them on our 49ers as wide receivers and they'll they'll crush no kidding. it right yeah but when it comes to baseball it's taken them some time to get good at baseball not that they weren't good but to become baseball players and i look at what they say about dante nori i look at what they say about the other guys that we looked at at the different parts of of the draft and it just makes me think um these are all good baseball selections and so if if that's who they're going with at 83rd i think that's a really wise choice what about what about you i 100 agree because this is a guy that if the angels are going to keep their strategy of letting like these guys develop in college and or maybe late high school it sounds like nori could be somebody that would move pretty quick through the rankings yeah the the 20 years old thing doesn't sound like a disadvantage no when it comes to the angels you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah and i and i wonder as we think about each of these selections if i could take it back to that previous conversation I wonder what the strategy really is with this being Perry's last year, the mm-hmm. unknown about what happens next year. I wonder what the strategy might be. And if it is like, let's just get some young guys on this team that can move quickly through the minor leagues and get up and and be where they need to be sooner rather than later. And perhaps mm-hmm. it's also a money saving strategy because then you bring up these guys and they're suddenly, you know, arbitration eligible in a couple of years. And until then they're getting the league minimum and you, can have some really high quality baseball players for not too much money. And as you mentioned with Nori, he just sounds like a baseball guy. He sounds like he knows what he's doing. I am, I am intrigued by the, well, he's already kind of maxed out and, and he hit his his stride at 20, man. I I didn't. And I know that, and I'm not an athlete, (laughs) you know, and I know you didn't like we, I, I feel like there's some growth that could still happen. And Mike Trout, when he was that young, looks very different than he does right now. And there's something about, being in a major league environment and getting right. the right food and the right supplements and getting the right you know workouts and having being around guys like Barry Enright and Ron Washington, I think that there is a lot of upside for him. And so he's an intriguing player that I think the Angels should consider with that final pick in the first in the top 100. Yeah, I know there's a big question around like is Nolan Shanowal gonna develop some power? Well, at 21 years old, like you have all the potential in the world to put on some weight, put on some muscle, things like yeah. that. And, and so, I mean, like you said, with Trout, like Trout came up, uh, big dude, cause he's just a naturally big dude, but like, right. he's obviously put on weight and put on muscle over the last decade of, of his career. Finally, two things I want to say, Mike, about the four top 100 draft picks. First is that the angels have not signed anybody who has a, uh, qualifying offer yeah. yet. And yeah. we've talked a lot about potentially Blake Snell. We've talked a lot about potentially Cody Bellinger. They both have qualifying offers attached to them. So if they were to be signed by the angels, they would lose one of these picks here. The other pick, uh, the other thing I'll say is that 76 pick Mm -hmm. is the one we got for Shohei Otani. So there's a lot of pressure on, on 76. There's a lot of pressure on Boston Bateman to uh, see what is, can he be a two-way player? Can can that work? Is that what they're going to do with pick number 76? It's like, Hey, be a unicorn, but can he be a care bear or can he be a, (laughs) and and if he's a Bateman, then maybe he's, you know, he's a Bluth or, uh, or, you know, from the rest of development. There you go. 
<laughs> hey, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Every day, remember that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's called Locked On Sports Today, and they are there for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube, hit subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Hey, give us a follow on Twitter at LockdownAngels and on Twitter and Instagram at SuperHaloBros. Again, I'm not going to mess this up this time. We're up for Best Baseball Podcast from the Sports Podcast Awards for 2024. So find that link in the description. Whether you're watching or listening, it's in the episode description. And uh, we'd love to have your vote because it would really mean a lot to us. Then we could be an award-winning podcast, Mike. I'm gonna People would never hear the end of it. Our families, <laughs> I'm going to tell Abby every day. I'm telling you, my kids. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, hey, what do we have on deck for Friday's show, by the way? First time in 2024, Fan Mail Friday. So Let's get go. your questions to us. Reach out to us on social media. You can comment below if you're watching on YouTube. And, of course, you can call us on our voicemail line. Leave us, leave us a 30-second voicemail, 714 409 63 Nine six fan mail Friday tomorrow on Locked On Angels. Yeah, that uh, voicemail line is also in the episode description as well. And if you and I just said tomorrow, I meant Friday. <laughs> yes, I know, out of habit. Friday, yeah. Friday, Friday. We'll be back. Yeah. Um, also, we'll leave a comment in the YouTube comment section for today's video. A top comment where you can post your questions for Fan Mail Friday, or awesome. just say that that your question is for Fan Mail Friday as well. All right, Mike. Uh, let's get out of here until Friday's show. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here with us, and we'll see you back here for Fan Mail Friday. Yeah.